there! Welcome to episode 187 of Hello There! Hello there, everyone! As we all know, it's a very special episode, as it is, in fact, the same episode number as the year that Lucius Septimius Severus marries Syrian princess Julia Domno, who is 17 years old. Yes, uh, different characters in a Harry Potter universe, yes. She is the youngest daughter of a high priest wizard. Uh, I, I added the wizard part to, to sort of to make it go with Andrus's. Very apt sketch you do. Yeah. A very nice apt Harry Potter reference. It's apt and as well done. Uh, yeah. She's also a descendant of the royal house of Emesa. And Anders, I hear you wondering, who is... Emesa, who is this Who person? is Lucius Septimius Severus? Assuming he is not in Harry Potter. <laughs> several Harry Potter characters. It's not a ship. Like, Septimius is not Latin for the slash sign. So it's not Lucius ah. slash Severus. It's, in fact, a, a, a single person. Why do yes. we give a shit? Well, Anders, let me tell you, emperors don't stay emperors forever. And, uh, ah, they become kings. <laughs> <laughs> that's not... Well, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually not. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll say that. But uh, some... Okay. Uh, regardless. Uh, yes. Some a little birdie went and whispered in my ear that this uh, yeah. Lucius uh, fellow, he's someone you're, you're going to want to keep an eye on him, Anders, because ah. uh, he's not the emperor now. But, uh, yeah. you know, never know. <laughs> and you never know what the future might hold, said the bird. Uh, uh, one thing for sure is going to kill a lot of people. And if uh, you become an emperor, then I, I don't know, yeah. Well, you're not going to be in the history books unless you kill a lot of people. Yeah, so. that's, that's like a rule of thumb. Like, do you want to be in the history books? Kill a lot of people. Very few people who hasn't killed a lot of other people becomes uh, written down in history. Uh, and that's why it's a very special episode. You're listening to listener at awesomepedia.org slash podcast, or you can do something else. What was it? I cannot remember. Hmm. Yeah, wha- if only there I was wonder, someone here to help me here yeah. to remember the, the thing. The village of wonder. Yeah. Amazing thing has happened here, and also we're going to tell you what you can do. Mm. You can subscribe to the podcast at yes. warcrimes.se. <laughs> so <Yeah>. close. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, comment on this episode and uh, do whatever you like with your life. Have uh, a nice day. Uh, the villagers of order say hooray. Well, that assumes that uh, you can really do whatever you. I mean, can, can aren't we all locked by sort of a sort of deter, existential yeah. determinism? We pay taxes and we go to the movies and yeah, yeah, and also existential determinism. Hello there, my name is Jacob Burrows, and you guess it, my name is Anders Baglund. First off, Anders. Um, first off, I want to say something to you. Yes. Fuck you, Anders. Why? Fuck you, okay? Well, that's Fuck a common, you, common expression going around here. Well, it, yeah. it may be, that may so be, but it yeah. hasn't lost its punch uh, because it's still relevant in today's society. Yeah. Anders, uh, I say fuck you, not generally speaking, but rather in relation to the movie Speed 2 Cruise Control. Yes, now, as was the assignment for uh, the, this week. Yes, I, I, I am aware that I may have been the person to, so to speak, throw down the gauntlet and say right we're both watching speed 2 cruise control <laughs> but i will say that you you provoked me into yes, it yes i planted planted a seed you chose to garden it so yeah to you left me no choice as it were because you f- kept saying <laughs> that a boat cannot explode it is impossible and uh, yes uh, and i well, was right in every way well uh, First off, Andrews. <laughs> well, second off, I suppose, after yeah. the whole fuck Third you. or fourth or five, fifth. 
the first thing you said, if I remember correctly, yeah. when you brought up Speed 2 Cruise Control, because I did not bring it up last week. <laughs> no. When you brought it up, you said like, yeah. oh, that uh, like it's always possible to uh, uh, stop a boat because, uh, you know, they, they can do the stop the boat. And I'm yeah. like, but Anders, if it's a sequel to Speed, I would assume <laughs> that the plot... They can't stop the boat, yes. Yeah, the, wouldn't yeah. the plot... If, if <laughs> As someone who hasn't seen this movie, I said this, yeah. and Anders, who has seen this movie... Uh, I, is the other person in this conversation and I said in Speed 2 Cruise Control yes. I would assume that the plot is <laughs> that they don't want to stop the boat because if they stop the boat it explodes now that's just uh, based on I don't know <laughs> some other movie with <laughs> some other name I don't know uh, yeah, yeah. And, but, if he, yeah, but my opinion stand fast after I've seen this movie because they can't uh, yeah, I don't know if we should dive into it yet or well, cruise I- into it yet. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and spoil Speed Two Cruise Control yeah. at the very start of this uh, episode, and I know a lot of people will be switching off because of that because you and don't want to hear people that. People want to see this movie. I know we bring some heavy spoilers here. In this yeah, episode. so spoiler alert for Speed <laughs> Two Cruise Control, a film that came out in uh, yeah ninety six ninety seven. Anyway, Anders. Yeah, the thing is. Throughout this movie, <laughs> yes. there is never an attempt to blow up the fucking boat. That's why we watched it. We watched it yeah, to see, I... will their attempt to blow up, will it make sense? Because yeah. Anders, as someone who has seen it, was like, oh yeah, that is the plot, Jacob. You're right. They do try to blow it up. That's bullshit. And then we yeah. both watch it. No one tries to blow up the boat <laughs> no. throughout the whole movie. No, That's not the plot. Well, here's the fucking problem. Like... Uh-huh. Uh, I assume uh, I, I was so bothered by this, like the whole movie. Should I bring up my mind concerns of the movie? Please do. Yes. Okay. First of all, the the biggest problem with the movie overall is the fucking pacing of the movie. <laughs> yeah. They have no fucking clue how to shoot action sequences mm-hmm. and build up tension over the whole fucking movie. You can see clearly in very many, many scenes through the whole movie that things are not moving as fast at the, as they are pretending to be. They're cruising. Uh, yeah, they're cruising. They're slowly cruising. There's many scenes that the main characters are jumping into the water. Yes. But they but they don't speed away from the boat. But in the next fucking scene, the boat is like going like, oh, it's going so fucking fast, we cannot <laughs> it's stop it. It's impossible to stop. But the when boat. they are in in the water, they are always next to the boat when they come up. It's it's so fucking hilarious. Well, I, I, yeah, there's I, one scene particularly where where the good guy are mm-hmm. going after the bad guy and he's jumping into the water. And then he jumps out again, and the next scene is like close up on the boat, and he's going so fucking fast. And I was like, okay, well, that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, the, well, the, yeah. Uh, to, to I yeah, to you're right. Yeah. And to those who aren't familiar with 90s cinema in the same way that we are, we should say that this is, as you may have guessed from the title, a follow-up to the Keanu Reeves movie, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speed, Speed, yes. Speed One, Nothing Control. It's just no, called Speed. Yeah. Yeah. No subtitle needed. Yeah. Now, in Speed 2 Cruise Control, Keanu Reeves, the man who made Johnny Mnemonic, <laughs> looked at this script and said, you know what, this is beneath me. Yeah. I shall not partake in this. Yeah, uh, and, and, I, and I feel him now. Yeah, yeah I, I feel him as well for once. Uh, and yeah. instead they got 
the man with no charisma yeah, to be the w- main character. Yeah, that was my second <laughs> plot. This guy is horrible in acting yes. and in like delivering in delivering lines like oh it's gonna like oh i say everything that's gonna happen and i have like i i was starting to and he's acting so like uh, he is acting so strange because they are they given an opportunity to get off the boat Save their lives, mm-hmm. and he's like, "No, wait! I have to check something or something." Well, the yeah. plot. We, I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves because yeah. I'm sure our listeners yeah. want to know the details of the plot <laughs> yeah, of this. Yeah, yes. So, okay, the the plot is. So no, our our oh, main character yeah. first of all is in a relationship with the female lead from the previous movie because yeah. apparently she and Keanu Reeves broke up really quickly. Yeah, and she got together with this other person who is also. Basically doing the same job that Keanu Reeves was doing. What a coincidence. (laughs) It's almost like they were supposed to be the same person or something. So she's doing her driving test in the beginning uh, of the show. And and it's supposed to be a comic relief. It's not. It's not like terribly horrible. It Mm. could. It but it's horrible. But uh, it's kind of good. But well. Yeah, it's it holds up for a '90s kind of movie. Oh, it's supposed it's to like, be good. It's like yeah, yeah, we we get what you're going for here. Yeah. I'll say the beginning. I do like that it takes seriously like eight minutes before they're on the boat. So the the beginning yeah. is really like fucking you. There was a boat on the poster. Here's the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. get into it immediately. Yeah, so. I like that. I like that part. But, but uh, yeah, the main guy is in a relationship with Sandra Bullock, yeah. and uh, they and have no chemistry. They're the worst. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, well, it's it's not that it doesn't make sense. It's just no. like how maybe if it was Keanu Reeves, we'd be like, oh, we saw them get together in yeah. the previous movie, so we yeah. give a shit. But now it's like, oh wow, I guess she broke up with Keanu. I, yeah, I don't give a shit I'm, about any of this. Yeah, I'm a new character, and we are in love with each other. And I feel like the Sandra Bullock girl. Mm. Uh, also known as Anna in this movie mm. is is delivering some of the line pretty good. Uh, she's uh, she's not the horrible person. She's try she's trying. Yeah, yeah. And but also the bad guy. If we spoiler alert, there's a bad guy played by uh, Will Defoe. Yeah, who is a great actor. Yeah, and but <laughs> like. In I, this in this film, he yeah, plays yeah. a computer scientist. Yeah, his who, name is Geiger. Yeah, and coincidentally, he has got radiation poisoning <laughs> yeah, from working co- with computers. Yeah, because and, that happens. And uh, there's like a there's a, the 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 first scene mm. in the movie when when he chases the thing with the bike. Uh, the main, Okay, yeah, we're going back to the yeah, start. Yeah, we're going kind yeah, of back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene doesn't make any sense that they have a whole fucking SWAT team. Like, get ready to shoot it, the ice cream truck uh, when the computer things are falling out. Never, uh, anyway. Well, yeah. yeah, there was a car ch- chase yeah. with an yeah, and, and ice cream here's, truck. Here's is the like, seed of their bad pacing. Mm. They're trying to be like, oh my god, oh, they're so intense. And they are playing like the speed music and in the beginning. And I was like... Or these, these. Fuck yeah! There's so long, uh, there's so long sequences when the packaging are falling out, and there's no like fast. How do you say when you clip a scene? Like, uh, there's no fast. Yeah, when you cut it. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's something that I noticed as well. Just overall, that the action in this movie yeah. is just 
it's really bad. It's yeah. it's not exciting at all. No. Like even even though this is like the own you, you know the only redeeming feature of this film would be like oh it's okay it's just a stupid action like it's a yeah. dumb action movie but like th- it's really shitty like the slow motion effects are really bad <laughs> yeah, the yeah, editing yeah. is really bad as well as you say yeah. especially in the action scenes yeah and you're kind of aiming like for a die hard but on a cruiser I feel like almost mm. yeah. so one important detail before we proceed with the plot I want you to, well. <laughs> But I, let's just summarize the plot. They're on a boat. Yeah. Geiger is like, uh, you know what? Uh, we're gonna drive this boat into an oil tanker. Yeah, I that, I made the computer. for some. That's my main plot. Uh, main problem also for what? some reason. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. really not very clear at all. No, okay. <laughs> but uh, I guess it's because he wants to steal the diamonds on the boat. Yeah, but here's my. Here's my main problem with this. Yeah, yeah. And I gonna bed for it. Okay, the, so the, the bad guy who uh, we see in the beginning, who is like, this is the bad guy, he's the bad guy. He's and so evil, he uses <laughs> yeah, leeches. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. this guy put, takes, just to make him extra weird and in crazy, yeah. he has radiation poisoning from the computer, so he puts leeches on his skin, and he's like, oh, my oh, little nurses, oh, oh you're gonna heal me. And, and here's where, where I deliver the plot. You take care of me, I take care of the boat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and 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 there's like, okay. First of all, he's a ki- kind of computer hacker, and he infiltrates his way on the boat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, here's my the the, the 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 I have a big problem with this. Why? Like a boat isn't made like. Oh, if you know the computers, you can run everything on a boat. It doesn't work that way. You have. I don't know much about boat. Okay, but. It's, my logic tells me that you always have like a manual system to turn off the fuel pumps to the boat. Yeah, I mean that's not my main problem with the, well, with the film. That that's one you can always shut off the fuel. Some of the mechanics who disappeared, I must have missed it for some reason, but all of the mechanics on the boats yeah. Disappear. <laughs> There's like two crewmen on the boat, and then this cop person, <laughs> our main character, is running around doing everything on this huge yeah, boat. Yeah, where, where did and the, the cap- mechanics go? <laughs> the captain's <laughs> like, wait, what? No, I don't know. And he's like, we're going to do this. And he's like, you can't do that. But then he does it anyway, because he's a badass. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're like, where was her? his whole crew of mechanics who disappeared? Well, Andrew, like- the autopilot was switched on. You can't. <laughs> yeah. and, and they tried to switch it off, but the, it's... Yeah. Yeah, and and that, then, then our hero comes with a brilliant idea. Let's fill the boat with water. Yeah, and I, here he said, because it will slow it down. Yeah, can you argue that though, Anders? That would slow it down. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It would, it would slow it down, but it's my fear is that it wouldn't slow it down considerably. Well, it, uh, I mean... Because that... how much water can they take in without tendering? And <sighs> if it doesn't slow down, here's my other problem. Mm-hmm. Why didn't the bad guy just use those, uh, like, uh, th- that they did and flood the whole ship and sink the, it to the bo- bottom well, after he gets what he wants? Anders, uh, look, I think uh, you're getting... Uh, look, this was in the middle of the movie. <laughs> yes, and yeah. I don't 
I didn't pay. I like I tried. I tried <laughs> yeah. to pay attention. Yeah. But like the first ten minutes and the last ten minutes, uh, like everything between that is like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, things just repeat and go in circles, and you're like, oh, I'm back in this place. Why am I here? What is happening? Which is actually quite fitting because let me tell you, Anders, the director <laughs> came up with the idea from the film, and I quote: yeah. after he had a recurring nightmare. About a cruise ship crashing in uh, into an island. <laughs> okay. So yeah. it is actually like he has. It's in a surreal sort of sense. He has taken his nightmare and he has created a nightmare <laughs> yeah, so, for us all to experience. Yeah. So that's uh, a big A on that one. Yeah, because when you're watching Speed Two Cruise Control, <laughs> yeah. there's never a moment that you're not questioning your life choices. No. You will always be th- wondering. What did I do wrong that brought me to this point? Why do I have to argue with Andrews all the time? And <laughs> yeah, yeah, why yeah. do I have to be right? Why did I do this? For example, yeah. maybe you won't uh, think that, but you'll think similar things. And you'll also think, how much of this is left? And you look at the bar and you're like, how is this possible? How can there be so much time left? Because this movie is like two over two hours yeah. long before they even made movies that long. They, they, I feel like they started <laughs> yeah, making yeah, movies yeah. that long in the in the past yeah. decade or so. But but yeah. this was in the nineties when it's like, oh, it's a fast paced action movie where nothing happens for two hours. Like, yeah, and eh. here's the one of the problems is also they fail to to build a relationship with the other characters. For example, there's one guy who is named Dante. Is there? Yeah, and he is like the photographer in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's the the funny black guy. He Uh, must be funny because he's black. (laughs) Yeah, and then then he's like falling off off a light bulb or something. And then the main guy is like, oh, no, I have to save you. And then they becomes, they are supposed to become friends because they're doing things together to save the ship. I feel like he never did anything in the whole movie, did he? Like Dante? Well, he, he's, he's just hanging out? Yeah, he's hanging out, but it's supposed to be like, oh, they are helping each other now. But yeah, they yeah. really aren't. They are just like, yeah, it's yeah, they just weird. They're just in the same place, basically. Yeah, they, yeah and, 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 and another example, the, the dialogue is terrible throughout well, yeah. the movie I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. for example there is one side plot where a, a deaf girl yeah I was gonna ask about this but go yeah. ahead Andrews yeah. Yes. <laughs> there's yeah. a deaf girl yeah there's the deaf girl spoiler alert my question is why is there a deaf girl yeah but, well but please continue here's, here's the thing the, the, the dialogue I wanna bring that up because the parents to the girl who is deaf say oh no the alarm goes off on the boat she won't be... Our daughter won't be able to hear this. Okay. Oh, is that what... Ha- I, I missed that part, but I believe you. That, yeah. I, I guess that's why she was deaf. Yeah. <laughs> so she could get lost and not <laughs> yeah, hear and the here's them. And here's them... Stu- Real parents to, to children <laughs> who are deaf and never... That that line would be so moronic on so many levels, but Anders, she won't be able to hear it because she's she is deaf. Yeah, remember? he has no eyes and no sense of like vibration because we see the whole ship like shivering. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, it's so stupid. Uh, yeah, well, and, 
I, I was, that's what I was, I was going to ask why there was a deaf crowd, because, I mean, I'm not against representation of deaf people in the media, <laughs> but, but, I fe- but I feel like they really sort of played up that she knows sign language, and the main guy, he knows sign language for some reason, yeah. and it's like an obvious plantation of like, oh, they're, when they're hostages, they're going to communicate something important with the sign language, yeah. and it never comes up again. And it, they it, never do, like, yeah, they could do that. that, that would be more interesting than this, like, plot of her doesn't get off the boat and and the, and they're like here is like i want to learn another language or something he says that and, and yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's so and and then there are scenes when she is like communicating with him yes and i get that she can read or flips but he oh he responds her and doesn't use his sign language he's talking to her yeah and he's like didn't you notice that you can't hear what you're saying or something? There's someone in here that she's like, oh, you are like 15 or whatever and you love me. And he's like, oh, re- relationships are in a hustle, never last long or something. And well, yeah, because she, she's she's in love with him for some explicable reason. Because, well, I guess he saved her life. Yeah. That's the only way for him to have a personality that anyone would like is, I guess if that guy saved my life, I'd be like, you know what? You're okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, me too. Yeah. But otherwise, his stupid face would just like, I don't want to be around this person. Who could I talk to instead? State of him would be my natural response. But any- anyway, Andrews, yeah. you're right. She can obviously read lips, but I also want to point out that in that scene, and I noticed this, uh, the lights were going off and on. Like, it was like a visual effect they were using where they faded to black and then faded up again. And I'm like, it's flashing, it's going completely dark while he's speaking to the deaf girl. And also he's not using sides. So how- <laughs> and, and I swear he turned away at one point, which is very rude to a deaf person to like, while you're still talking yeah. to them, turn away and run off. I get that he has to save the ship, because apparently no one else will. But yeah. uh, still. They, they, through the whole movie, they're like, oh, we're going to save the deaf girl for some reason, because the parents sense that she is still on the ship. Yeah, yeah. But it's, there, there's no like indication or no, no reason for them to believe that she is on the ship. Still. Yeah, yeah, because there were loads of lifeboats that went Yeah, off, so. there were loads of lifeboats. And if you're like, if you're thinking, you, you will get on one as fast as possible. Yeah, yeah, women and children first, especially deaf children. That's the expression. So. <laughs> yes. So finally, we come to the end of the movie. After going through a gauntlet of terror and boredom, we get to the end where, indeed, the cruise ship crashes into an island. No, uh, no, a little bit before Oh my that. god, we can't talk. I don't want to talk more. I want to. Oh because it, yeah, I, I'll cut it out. Don't worry. Go okay, ahead. Okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's an oil tanker, and here's my problem: the the, the main ca- the main hero has flooded those <laughs> those levels with water uh, on his own initiative, and then he is uh, using some equipment to steer the boat off. Okay, the angle of the boat is so fucked up. The boat comes in and then turns like ninety degrees, slams into the oil tanker. And then, for some reason, proceeds and and still managed to hit the island. It, if you look at the boat, and look, I and I know you're trying not to respond to me because you're trying to clip this out. Well, that is part of it. Yeah, but it's the, also very exhausting to think about. And I'm also like, Anders, like, uh, like when I hear you say that, I'm like, well, yeah. 
like the, that wasn't the problem with the movie. The movie, like if, it, like if everything else was perfect with the movie, it's not <laughs> yeah. like you would be like, the mm, excuse me, the, the angle of the boat does not match the angle of the island. <laughs> this boat is doesn't work. Like that's not a, a real problem with the movie. Like yes, of course it's terrible because everything about this movie is terrible. Yeah. But okay, so, well, uh, uh, onto the island. The, the ship is going through uh, to the island, and they're like, oh, oh and here's where the comics relief comes in. <laughs> Because yes. I laughed so hard at these scenes that comes next. Because in reality, okay, I get this is a movie, the ship is going so fucking fast. But the thing about going fast on sea is you can't hit like 1000, like it doesn't go that fast. And if you see like a ship miles away, <laughs> especially after like almost hitting a... a, a after, did, after no, did anyone hear a big scrapey metal sound? <laughs> yeah, uh, like perhaps two yeah, enormous yeah. boats, you know, collided just a few yeah. hundred yards away. No, yeah, no and one? also it's on the news. <laughs> it should be at least in a normal world. Uh, yeah, and and then and and they're like they are sailing boats in in front of the ship, and they could easily move away. Well, there were so many boats, though. So <laughs> but it's so they're silly. bound to hit a few. So yeah, there's like a half-hour sequence where they hit a bunch of boats on the yeah. way, and and it's like and it's like you said, it's I guess it's they supposed could to be easily, easily get away. The, the ship cannot move that fast. But it's it, all the time. Every boat, they're like move, and, and they're like, <laughs> and they're like turn, haha, and they're grilling on the deck of their own and little boat. So, yeah, and, and so they turn around like whoa, and it's <laughs> yeah, right there, yeah. like you wouldn't and notice. A yeah. huge cruise ship. You you would notice if there are a, like a smaller ship. You would notice anything. And and there's one scene where a guy drops a bag of like baguettes or something and be like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I don't remember that in particular. But please yeah. let me move on to the yeah. wh- part where it crashes into the island, yeah. which. Uh, uh, appropriately, since it was that nightmare that started everything, about a quarter of the movie's budget was spent on this sequence of it crashing into the island. Yeah. And uh, they, when they <laughs> crash into the island, because they've crashed into so many boats, they've slowed to a speed of seven knots. Yeah. And the Anders, captain... do, you, do you know how fast <laughs> seven knots is? No, I, I don't know. If you had to guess how quickly it crashed in kilometers per hour into the Maybe island. Maybe 20... It's 13 kilometers per hour. So <laughs> it's it's yeah. a bit different from speed uh, in the sense that it's moving practically yeah. in slow motion. Yeah, and and that was the thing like it's we know for a fact that this boat are not going to like continue up on the island. <laughs> it's not going to cross the whole island and then <laughs> no. and then it's like it still won't stop. Uh so <laughs> I'll but Andrews I'll say this perhaps it is a genius move because as you've noticed in the movie overall, the action is so slow that this boat becomes like a metaphor. It is linked <laughs> to, the, yeah. to the action uh, in the movie, the action yeah. of the moving ship. You know, when a big ship uh, crashes, yeah. uh, you feel like... When it's that big, you feel like people can just take cover and they'll yeah. be fine. And yeah. that's what you said in the previous episode of the podcast, I believe. Yeah. And uh, in that s- uh, on that subject, you were exactly correct. Because uh, that is, in fact, exactly what happens. Not a single person is injured when the ship crashes into the <laughs> island. They all just sort of crouch down and like, go into the corner. And everything is fine. They're yeah. all fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- th- that's, the, th- that's the problem if you don't have any bumps on the ship. Any what? How 
bombs on the ship. What's a bomb? Bomb. Bomb, okay. Yeah. That's the problem. Because how bad can it get? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> we know for a fact that the boat is going to hit the island. And that's the end of the story. It's not going to be like... And then it turns around and explodes or something. Well, it was going to hit the oil tanker, which, according to yeah. movie logic, it would, of course, have exploded. Yes. Anything with and oil explodes. And that you. would be more awesome than what happens. Yeah. So, uh, so, in summary, Anders, uh, what do you think the critical response to this film was? Positive? Negative? Positive? <laughs> well, we're in negative. Critics gave the film a mostly negative reception, <laughs> cri- criticizing its acting story and characters. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's basically everything about a movie. Uh, yeah, and, <laughs> and you feel like this is a kind of a movie that becomes a carri- career killer. It yeah. It kills it could be. one actor's careers, uh, and and I feel that it killed the main character's uh, career, the the male uh, hero. Well, I was in, I was looking at his thing, and uh, and I was like, oh, he's won a few awards and uh, nominations, and then I noticed that one of them was uh, for the uh, Raspberry Award for this movie, uh, <laughs> okay. which is one of those awards they give to the worst uh, <laughs> worst movies. But he also had some other things, so. Good for him, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, one major criticism was that the film setting on a slow-moving cruise ship was much less thrilling than Speed's yes. setting of a fast-moving no. bus. Exactly, <laughs> no exactly what we said. Because there's ocean. Like, there is nothing except like, except like what you call grund on, on English. Shallow water. Sh- shallow water you can hit. And there's like... Yeah, and and the, the the main hero's decision to flood the levels on the ship is so fucking retarded. I didn't even pay attention to that, so I'm sort of fine with that. And yeah. the, the moment he was like, but well, we couldn't do that, said the second guy. And I'm like, well, clearly that's the genius idea that this cop, who has no qualifications to do basically <laughs> no, any of this, and, 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 uh, he's going to say that's the best idea they have. Yeah, and, and couldn't they do this? They figure out how to turn the ship. When they don't don't hit the oil tanker. Okay? Yeah, I, di- I didn't really know. I didn't. How yeah. did they do that? I well, don't know how they here's did that. the thing. The, the, one problem I have. I don't know if this is possible, but hear me out. They turn a wheel, and then they are using some kind of thruster on the on one side of the boat. Okay. I've already my brain just shut down. Yeah. I'm sorry, Anders. Okay, but here's the theory. If mm. you use the thruster all the way, the the chip would go te- theoretically in a circle. I. On the, of, on the ocean. Right, none of these words are penetrating my skull. And it's not because of you, Anders. Yeah. It's because of speed to cruise control. Well, so, anyway, uh, my theory is that if you use the thruster on one side hmm. uh, long enough, it's going to go in a circle. And here's the thing. The, hmm. the ship is going to eventually run out of fuel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then it's like, why didn't they use that uh, earlier? Anders, uh, if a ship runs out of fuel, it uh, it it goes under the water. Everyone knows that, well, so that's why they couldn't do that. Yeah, well, here's here's my, if I were the bad guy, the the bad guy's motive seems to be I get the diamonds. Yeah, I get the fuck out of here. I think he also because he hates. The- <laughs> Now, because uh, if we didn't mention that, he worked on the computer system for cruise ships. Yeah. So he's, uh, he also has a, an indescribable rage towards <laughs> cruise ships and cruise ship's captains, uh, which is yeah. why he kills the cruise ship's captain and, and why he wants uh, to kill the cruise ship. And then take Anna f- as a hostage for some reason. Yeah, I have no idea why he did that. No, why? Because you already have the f- 
like you already have the thing you came for the and diamonds. then and then yeah. yeah and then he's like you're coming with me and the the, the hostage decision doesn't make any sense if it, yeah it's it's not like he used her to make sure that no one was following yes. it was because he took her her that he was followed he should have yeah. just put a gun to her head obviously but at no point did he do this now, so she, whatever he should shoot shoot her in the knee that's your on, response that's your solution to everything yeah Anders. that's the always the best solution and leave her on the boat and be like, fuck you, and leave off, and the main character will stay on the ship. Anyway, the film was a financial disappointment, earning one <laughs> only $164 million worldwide. How uh, much did they spend on, on that? Well, only $110 million, so ah. I guess they earned $54 million, technically speaking. Yeah, and that's... Well, it's a flop, but it's not, like, oh, that bad. Yeah. It was nominated for eight Golden Raspberry Awards <laughs> and won the award for worst remake or sequel. Yeah, well done. I I agree, and it's the fast pacing mainly because I know now I remember slow pacing. You mean yeah, slow pacing because I remember the scene where the anchor of the boat tearing a hole into the boat, and mm-hmm. you can see like this anchor is going so fucking slowly and. <laughs> They are trying to look like it's moving, like, <laughs> yeah. they don't know how to, yeah, they don't know how to make things. Any, yeah. No, no. You know, you can make an exciting film that just seriously takes place in a single room. Like, if More. you, like, know how to write and shoot and edit, yeah. just put two people in a room with a good script, a good camera, well, a good ed- director, rather, uh, rather yeah. uh, and you can make something super exciting, or you can spend $164 million, <laughs> a quarter of which was spent on the final scene, and you get uh, Speed 2 Cruise Control. But Anders, we don't have time to talk about Speed 2 Cruise Control yeah. anymore, because we have to move on to uh, do the do the, do the the yeah. cowboy, cowboy uh, whip thing. Yeehaw! Luck luck of the draw. (laughs) This is the luck of the draw where we talk about Anders' drawing assignment for each week. Anders, your drawing assignment. uh, Moving on from Speed 2 Cruise Control, you were supposed to draw fan art this week for Speed 2 Cruise Control. (laughs) How did it go? As you might might imagine, my inspiration wasn't too great. Mm. But I I draw... I draw... Drew, yes. Yeah, I drew. Unless you're doing it right now, uh, you, you drew it. Yeah, I drew it. I drew... Ken Reeves in a plane. Well, none and of I, that is related to Speed Two. And I control. draw and I write uh, Speed Three. <laughs> That's what was my goal uh, for this week. This is unacceptable. You were supposed to do fan art to Speed Two <laughs> yeah. Cruise Control. I literally could not be any clearer about this. At no point did I say make an alternate universe where Keanu Reeves star in Speed uh, in Speed Three. It was supposed to be a fucking cruise ship, Anders. Yeah, but I was so... When I watched the movie, I was so... Yeah. This is unacceptable. Okay. Give me a punishment, then. Lock of the draw punishment. (laughs) Well, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, That's not the right term. Uh, Surprise! You're going to have to draw uh, Speed 2 Cruise Control fan art. Again? (laughs) No, for the first time. Since you didn't do it last time, Anders. Okay. 
But uh, don't worry, you're also going to get another assignment. Uh, the Speed 2 Cruise Control fan art you're allowed to spend a maximum of 20 minutes on, okay? So it's yeah. not going to eat up your whole week. <laughs> okay, right? that, well, that's the good news. But it has to be done. Yeah, okay. It I... must be done. It should be <laughs> yeah, fe- yeah. featuring the main character. You can sort of, you can, you can do, f- it's fan art. So you can sort of have him kissing Dante, the photographer guy, or <laughs> yeah, anything yeah. like uh-huh. that. But you have to use the components yeah. of Speed 2 Cruise Control, okay? Yeah. And All right. <laughs> Well, one other thing mm. that from the movie. Oh my god, no. Is that the script doesn't make like it doesn't make any sense. And I feel like we sort of covered that, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, but and- there are things like in the end scenes that one of the one of the guys that are following the the heroes are like, <laughs> "Look what I found in international waters," they say. Yep. A bag. Yep, with diamonds in. But they don't... (laughs) He doesn't know that there are diamonds in the bag? (laughs) No, and... That is true. He does not open the bag before he says it. And how... Yeah, like... (laughs) There so obviously should be a line where they are... That is established for them also. There's diamonds in that bag, yo. <laughs> or, or something. But <laughs> well, there isn't. So all right, might... Andrews. All right, all right. Yeah. No more, no more. Okay, okay? sorry, sorry. But it, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me give you your non-related uh, second drawing assignment for next week. Yes, yes. We're going to go back to Milky Way Walkers a little bit here. Oh. Uh, I'm going to give you an assignment to design three locations. Uh, so yes. that's basically, you know, however you want to... On yeah. planets or... I would suggest taking three different planets and making, like, designing three different uh, locations, like backgrounds to put the characters ah. in. Yeah. Now, now um, I want you to pick a dominating color for each of them. Yes. So okay. each, each uh, should have, like, a, a single color associated with it. And I, I want an exact color. Like, I don't want you to say, like, oh, it's kind of red, but it's also kind of brown. Like, I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I want you to give me, like, a Photoshop color code, like... Ah, okay. One like of those that starts CSF, with uh, yeah, yeah, FFCC zero yeah. zero, which is a nice golden <laughs> hue, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that, an exact color for each of them, three uh, locations, and that's your assignment for next week. What do you? Is that yeah. okay? Do you, yeah, how yeah, do you feel about that? Yeah, it feels, uh, it feels interesting. All right, good. Much more interesting, I want to add, than cruise control, even though it was my own uh, on my own in- in- initiative. All right, so now we spend a bunch of time talking about something we hate. We're also going to spend some time talking about something we like. Yes. Which will probably... Uh, it's usually more fun to talk about things you hate, but I think this will be interesting too. Yes. So we move on to... To the... another show. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Here we go. Here we go. Double Michael in the house.
Welcome back to Shows What You Know, the show where shows show us shows, show, show. Shonen. Still yeah. working on that tagline. My name is Jacob Rose. As you know, with me is Andrews Backland. Yeah, that's me. That's me. That's me. And this week we're going to talk about the second season of the show called Rick and Morty. Yeah, You might have heard of it. <laughs> yeah. You might. Uh, this is the show, Anders, that... Uh, Obviously, first of all, it's brilliant. Everyone knows it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very different from other shows we talk about where we're like, oh, well, this made me hate myself and my life. Uh, yeah. This makes you hate yourself and your life, but also in a sort of uh, funny way, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'd say Rick and Morty is sort of eerily similar to stories that I wrote at age 10. <laughs> like, yeah. even down to the shape and size of the portals. Uh, I feel like I wrote these stories with infinite worlds, some of which are absolutely ridiculous, uh, just to sort of illustrate the insanity yeah. of the cosmos and the traveling between dimensions. Yeah. Do you feel the same way? Do you feel like the things of Rick and Morty sort of resonate within some younger part of yourself? Yes, that's what was uh, hit on the nail, Jacob. Mm. And but the main problem when you design such stories was this is not this is not gonna happen in a TV show because there are so many so many crazy shit that's gonna happen. They are never gonna like sew it together. Yeah. Well, but, absolutely. If yeah. That in the, uh, first off, like they couldn't make it as a TV show. It's too crazy and expensive. That's why it works as an animated show because you can do anything you like. <laughs> yeah. And also, when you write shit like that, where everything is absolutely banana balls, uh, <laughs> yeah. it tends to not add up in the end. It tends to sort of go yeah. off the rails, as it were, and none of it makes any sense because it's just like, oh, it became a metaphor for nothing making sense, and that's why it didn't. The story didn't make sense, but. Somehow Rick and Morty manages to make sense, even though it is about things not making sense. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. It they, they have a theme and they, there is like, like a, a meaning to every episode. At first glance, in mm. the beginning, yes. you're thinking like, "What the fuck? What's happening? <laughs> What's going on?" It's uh, they never gonna. And then it's like, "Ah, oh, that's the main theme of this episode." Yeah, and and that's how they are connecting it together, and that's why. It it gets so many fans, I think, because you can sense that there is a thought yes. in in every episode, even though you can be fooled and think like, oh, you crazy shit happened all the time, man. Yeah and, yeah, and I mean, I feel like you can enjoy it on different levels because you can enjoy it on the level of like, ha, that shit's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. open end balls, as I said earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you can do that. And then also, when you think about it, you're like, oh, yeah. Life is pointless. Or <laughs> Good point, or, Rick. Or th- that's like, that's like banana balls. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. many layers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's um, overall, I'd, yeah. I don't, uh, you can tell me if you agree, but it seems like overall, Rick and Morty in general, if we had to pick just like one theme, it is, like I mentioned, uh, like it's about the anxiety that comes with the meaninglessness of the universe and also anxiety about dying. At yeah, least that's the, what it feels like it focused uh, on in this season. Yeah, the, the the existence of you and but in a in a in a good way I feel like it's it's kind of hopeful also. Yeah. I mean it really uh, it bounces back and forth, but yeah. Yeah, 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 but it's like it as much as it's focusing on on your existence and so on, it also like put faith in like that very same thing mm. yeah how, your do you, exist- how, do you, how do you mean well 
in a sense, the show is saying in some parts of the episodes that your existence is meaningless. Yes. But in the same way, and that's why it's so great. Yes. Well, it's, and, it's... I li- and I love that philosophy because it resonates it resonates with me like some some people are like oh the life is pointless dot end of story yeah but my feeling is it's pointless and that's why it's fucking awesome (laughs) yeah Yeah, well because if it's like would you rather be have it be like this way the goal of your life is to make cakes nothing else (laughs) then you would be like i don't want to make fucking cakes all day yeah yeah so yeah, no, I, I Well it's a stupid example, of course, but you get, I think yeah. it's like that sounds like the episode with the Meeseeks, like from season one. That's like we're created to make cake. Like it yeah. makes perfect sense. But yes, I agree, Anders. It has a sort of it sometimes has a hopeful tone and sometimes not, which is which is <laughs> yeah. fine. It like it's uh, yeah. there's a line that I wrote down here yeah. uh that Summer says to Tiny Rick in the episode with Tiny Rick, <laughs> where <laughs> yeah, she yeah, says, yeah. The fact that you're old, the fact that that we're all going to die one day the fact that the universe is so big nothing matters those facts are who you are she says to tiny rick but it's also something that should be could be said to the show itself right yeah, yeah. okay i just uh, wanted to, i just like that quote because it's like yeah. it, sometimes the show is like looking at you and <laughs> winking and there i felt like it was like this is what this is about <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and one thing I like about the second episode show uh, yeah. is is that you get a you get more like a sense of of the uncle. Uh, there, I don't think there's an uncle in the show. Who no, are you talking uh, about? Where uh, the Mori? Uh, Mori. No, no. Andres is an expert at Rick and Morty. You just, Rick. When did you watch this? It was like a few weeks ago, right? Rick. Because I, I watched this when it came out, and then I rewatched all the episodes in preparation of yeah. talking Rick about this Rick is the now. old guy, right? Yes, Anders. Rick yeah. is the old guy. Well, you get a more, he gets more build-up, and he's get, you get a more sense like, of his personality, I think. Did you mean in the whole season or in a specific the episode? The whole season. All I right. Think. I was confused when you said the episode show, or oh, yeah. whatever you said. But yeah, I agree. It's a lot more. It goes more into his character and shows yeah. sort of different sides of him. Yeah, and and one of my favorite episodes is where he's like dating a hive mind. Yeah, and 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 the normal take on this should be like, oh, it's so like it's so horrible. It's a hive mind, but. What's making it so funny is that he's like, oh yeah, I dated a high my once, <laughs> and that's part of his backstory. Yeah, and it gets as the show go, as the episodes goes on, it gets more and more complex. And yeah, yeah it's uh, I like that episode very much because it's it's so many parts that are funny and so many parts that are very serious. <laughs> yes. Uh, quick note, we are going to get into some spoilers here, but I yeah. feel like you uh, like just it doesn't re- it's not a show that you can spoil just like that because it's not about like there's not like plot twist. Oh my god, that's not the point of the <laughs> no. show. So it's going to work even if you haven't seen it and you listen to yeah, us. Yeah, I yeah. don't think it will ruin anything, but anyway, I just wanted to mention that because at the end of that episode I wanted to bring up that uh, he almost kills himself, Rick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and th- th- it became so dark in yes. the end. 
<laughs> I was like, no, yeah. Well, I I wanted uh, like I f- I saw people reacting to that like with a lot of emotion, and for some reason that didn't resonate with me. Uh, uh, okay. Even though it seems like something that would, uh, <laughs> yeah. but if, for for some reason ah, that didn't like it. Or... Well, it's not that I didn't like it, but it, I didn't like feel that much when I watched it. And that's something I also wanted to bring up about the show in general. That I feel like there are times that I'm thinking like, yes, this is brilliant, but then <laughs> like I I'm just I'm like yes, well done. But I I'm like I'm how much do I actually like it? There are other shows much simpler shows that yeah. often make me feel much more than I feel while watching Rick and Morty. Okay, yeah. But I feel like Rick and Morty sometimes is like more, it makes itself more complicated, which makes it like an acquired taste. Does that yeah, make well, sense? Kind of. Uh, let, let me try yeah. to explain in another way. In yeah. season one, Anders, which is the, I mean, episode one, sorry, of season two, yeah. which is the split screen episode. Yeah. <laughs> I liked that episode also. I, uh, I, I liked all, I want to preface this by saying I liked all the episodes, but yeah. this episode, I didn't feel like it, it ah, wasn't okay. one of the better episodes for me. Uh, Because I sort of felt a little like, okay, we get it. Like, that's the danger when you're reaching beyond the ordinary and making a show that is really special and extraordinary. Yeah, I think it, I feel it was like original in a sense. Oh, yeah. I mean, almost everything they do is original, but that's when you get into the danger zone. (laughs) The danger Danger zone. zone. The danger zone is close to your ass, Anders, because there's always a danger (laughs) of getting so impossibly high up your own ass that (laughs) you cannot uh, communicate with regular people anymore. I imagine, uh, like, you're pointing at a blackboard or something, and today, young wrestlers, we're gonna (laughs) climb our own ass (laughs) and put a flag in our own ass, yeah. Wrestlers? Did they have young wrestlers? Wrestlers. Wrestlers. Okay, that's not a word. Okay, uh, sorry, sorry. Travelers, I guess. Yeah. But I, I, I was pointing, so I'm glad that came across. I yeah, was pointing yeah. at basically... A, I wasn't pointing at an imaginary blackboard. I was pointing straight up as to indicate the direction one would go if one traveled <laughs> upwards into one's own yeah. anus. So, yes, just to make that clear. But anyway, I, it, when they... What they do in Rick and Morty is they reach beyond the ordinary, which I respect, but when they're constantly sort of deconstructing and inventing new things, it can also get really exhausting for the viewer. Yeah. Uh, Not to mention the fact that, as we also said, uh, you're also faced with the meaninglessness of all things, which sometimes makes it a very complex experience. But the reason it works is that the comedy is so great that it sort of glues everything together. Like, it works anyway. There's still that lower level of like, I'll just laugh because it's crazy. And then I'll think, (laughs) I'll just try not to think about it too much. But but they have like, it's, it's the the, the, the part where he's like falling into emptiness or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I'm okay with this. I yeah. can live with this. And then he's like, fuck you, God. And then he appears in the garage and he's like, one dot, motherfucker. <laughs> and wow. I laughed so hard at it because that line doesn't make any sense. What line? One dot, motherfucker. No, it <laughs> makes every- sense. Well, and everyone is cheering. I think that- it, ma- it makes sense in context. Yeah, yeah, that- that's my point. 
when you all w- what they have been through, everyone, it it makes so much sense. But yeah. if you take it like if they were saying that, and you you have no fucking clue where, where they have been through, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And that's why why it's so funny if you just see them appear in the garage, and <laughs> and he's like one dot motherfucker, and I imagine like the father is like. What the fuck are they doing? The father in the show. Yeah, yeah. I f- uh, I feel like that's pro- that's probably how <laughs> listeners of to this will feel if they yeah. haven't seen Rick and Morty because yeah, we're ju- if we're just saying stuff like, like when when he's falling into emptiness and he's like I'm okay with this and then he's like fuck you God that doesn't yeah. really make sense. No, but, no. Uh, I feel like we're not really we're not here to explain the show to you. We're here to discuss it. You should probably go watch it and then yeah, listen to this. I highly recommend this show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, if I, if what I said sounds negative, it's just because I've. This is a show that even though it's really funny, it also comes with complicated feelings and you're sort of, there's room to think about it a lot as well. And that's why, you know, some things half negative come up. Let's move on to episode four, Anders. What was that episode? That's the episode. That's the episode where they play with the concept of flashbacks by having an alien parasite in the house. Yeah. Which, which sort of uh, every time someone says like, "Don't you remember that?" A new strange character appears in the flashback, yeah. and then when they're back in reality, that character is there until the house is crowded with absurd characters, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and their memories have been altered so they can't tell who is real. No. Yeah, and I like that part because. <laughs> It's so like, um, how would you say, they can make up so many jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and th- th- there's, there's, uh, yeah, w- yeah, there's many great lines, but there's one like line that where where someone is like, but how, do, how come we you can't remember this character you're talking about, eh? And then the character is like appearing out of thin air, and everyone is like, oh, that's <laughs> that's the character, and everyone agrees on it. It yeah. uh, creates a kind of absurd situations, uh, and like the Rick uh, has put a note on the wall. How yeah. many person there should be? Yeah, in six. This There's house. a six on the wall because there should only be six <laughs> people. And then he's like, "Hmm, wait mm. a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There should only be six. And then they go around like, "Who are we going to shoot to see if they turn into the uh, alien parasites?" And it's like, it's really funny. Obviously, all of it's very funny. But there's this is the episode with Sleepy Gary. An amazing character who (laughs) (laughs) deserves his own spin-off show. There's also this sequence where Summer, in a flashback, goes into uh, never-past-bedtime land (laughs) (laughs) with the magical flying sheep. And no one thinks this is strange. And there's just so many brilliant details. Like, during the never-past-bedtime land song, there there comes uh, this rap breakdown like like it happens in all the pop songs nowadays. And I'm like, oh my god. When I was rewatching it, I was like, "This is brilliant and also stupid." Yeah, yeah, so. and that's the part. How to like? Th- th- that's the meaning. Like, it's it's uh, sing- signalizing how stupid it is. Like, oh, welcome to never. Yeah. And uh, that at the same time, uh, like the message of the episode, like you said earlier, like at first you're like, huh, this is, there's no way they could make this have like a point <laughs> because it's so absurd and pointless. <laughs> this is absurdism I'm watching. Yeah. But in the end of that episode, the point is... It takes a very dark turn in then also, I feel. 
Mm, well, yeah, at the very end. But before yeah. that, the the sort of point uh, that they come up with is that the real people in your life, you're going to have bad memories of them. But the fake people, they can only create positive memories. So they yeah. go around and they're like, oh, do I have bad memories of you? <laughs> like, tell me I just, just yeah. one bad thing. And then they're, the real uh, family members all have bad memories of each yeah. other. And if you think about that, the underlying message of like bad times is what makes a relationship real. That's such a pure and brilliant idea. And then to turn that into such an absurd and hilarious episode is really impressive. Yeah, it's true. It's like the philosophy, you can't have one without the other. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be constant happiness. (laughs) Yeah, like all the fake parasites try to create. Yeah, yeah. And and it's so funny. It's like, give me something, some some bad memory, something. (laughs) And one character is like, oh, do you remember when we went on this thing? And and everyone's like, oh, that's only cheerful. (laughs) And the character. We went on the roller coaster. Roller coasters aren't (laughs) bad, they're thrilling. Yeah, yeah. That's Miss, Mrs. Refrigerator says that, I believe. At first glance, the show is... The whole show is is like a kid show, but it's so many seri- serious topics. I don't feel like it's a kid show at first glance. Like, it is a kid show at first glance in the way that South Park is a kid show <laughs> yeah, at first Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I meant in that sense, so... yeah. You mean it's animated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's no, basically... Uh, yeah. But I feel feel more so with this... This show, uh, I feel, yeah. Then, how do you mean? That it's a kid show, for some reason. You Uh, mean that you feel that it should be, but it's clearly not. Yeah, it's clearly not, but but it could be mistaken for one. Yeah, yeah, I can see, like, you're like, Oh, why don't you go sit down and watch uh, watch a fun cartoon about portals, and then your child will grow up and become (laughs) Jacob Burroughs. that's a it's a nightmare we all have to live with and fear. I think I watched a little too much South Park and and all these weird rockers more than live. That's I was I was watching it and and then later I realized this is no fucking kid show. <laughs> right. Uh so episode uh, 5 Get swifty. Yeah, yeah. I, I Show us like, what you got. <laughs> I feel like uh, we're not going to get into the plot of all these episodes. In fact, we're going to keep this quite yeah. brief. Uh, but Get swifty. I feel like that was the episode where uh, I was, like, overwhelmed by only positive feelings. Like, before that, I, I liked the episodes, but there was always, like... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That was like the episode about, oh my god, this is so good. Like <laughs> when iced tea turns into water tea, and <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know. Like the whole episode's really good. But you have to help me on this one, Jacob. In this episode, they sing a song uh, that they have hard to follow because they are singing something like "head bent over" or something. Mm-hmm. And that line to me doesn't make any sense. What they are, what are, are they singing? Anders, they're making a pop song. It doesn't matter. The point is, you yeah. told you did not understand the point of get swifty, Anders. You are but not very swifty right yeah. now, are you? <laughs> no. You're but. supposed to let go and just go with the flow and just get swifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just bend your head over. Yeah. Raise up your posterior. What's not to get? Yeah, but I don't get that part. Bend your head over. Raise your posterior. It feels like some kind of reference. 
And to, so, to I th- something I didn't get, yeah. Well, it's a reference to all the music made in the past decade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess that's the reference. You yeah, only, well, you only the- listen to uh, pop uh, and and electronica <laughs> from the 90s, yeah. so of course you would not understand, but... <laughs> yeah, but, no, I don't think it's a reference to anything in particular. It just means, no, yeah. uh, you know, bend uh, your head over and raise your <laughs> posterior, yeah. as far as I understand it. Yeah, but you never know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and 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 I also like the part where where some aliens in the okay. Well, it's get, yeah, it's hard to explain because we haven't explained the whole plot of the yeah. But whatever anyway. doesn't matter. I assume people have watched it. So yeah, well, there are some aliens that are saying like, oh, you can't like force music or whatever, and and the head is like terminated and destroys the whole planet yes <laughs> yeah and and yeah i like that part because the, the, then the main characters there you know that they are going to at least try to uh, sing the song <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes well if you haven't seen uh, that episode it is uh, it's about these intergalactic heads that transport Earth to another place to force them to make a pop song to compete in a music reality intergalactic television show and if they don't do it they blow up the planet and uh, I feel like you take that episode and you combine it with a later episode where it turns out that Rick has built a car battery for his space car by creating a microverse like a little universe in a box (laughs) that he they go into and inside that box in a is a whole civilization whose only job in life is to step on these devices to generate electricity for Rick. Now, as it turns out, inside that microverse, (laughs) there's another scientist who has created a miniverse in which his plan is to get them to... Well, yeah, they produce electricity for the other verse. Just combine those two episodes together. The giant heads, they're above humanity, and everything we do is insignificant to them. And they are (laughs) so huge and incomprehensible sensible uh, that there's no point in trying to understand them and at the same time that is what Rick is to the people inside his car battery and that <laughs> yeah. is what the people inside that car battery is to yeah. the next car battery and it all sort of adds to this theme <laughs> yeah. of the show which yeah. is basically uh, uh, you can describe it as very HP uh, uh, Lovecraft ish but instead of horror, instead of having the Call of Cthulhu be a horrible thing that fills you with terror, it's yeah. something you laugh at. So inst- yeah. you look at the absurdity of the universe and you laugh instead of looking at the absurdity and the horror of the universe, which yeah. is also in Rick and Morty, and be like, you're, in order to not have your <laughs> mentality you know, destroyed, that's why we laugh. Yeah, I think that's the point, more or less, of the show. Yeah, and the yeah, and uh, like the moral compass of of Rick, it's very funny in this episode. I feel he is like you're you're powering my you're powering my battery. How's that for your existence? <laughs> and trying to beat up persons, uh, like uh, b- because he wants to show them how good he are. Yeah, he is. They have some dark turns also, I feel, almost every episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty much constant to yeah. sort of remind... It's like, don't get too <laughs> yeah. comfortable. Don't get too comfortable watching this and laughing. Ha ha ha. Like, we have to remind you about dark things yeah. as well. Uh, the, so that's always nice. <laughs> yeah. The the Should we move on to next episode? I don't have things written down for all the episodes, so you can talk no. about whatever you want, Anders. Well, the, the least... One of Lee, the least part. Uh, Anders is. Fr- I, I don't. Uh, yeah. 
Anders is forgetting words, I think. Yeah. I'm yeah. also forgetting words. We've been recording for a while, but yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Well, uh, the, one, one of, of the my... episodes you like the least, I believe. Yes. I think you're going to say the episode with the TV. Is that it? No. Nope. Which episode do you like? Purge episode. Oh, really? Interesting. Yes. Why not? Why because didn't you enjoy the Purge episode? What? I didn't. That's what it. I I said. Why didn't oh, okay. you enjoy I, the Purge well, episode? Well, I don't hearing words now. So, well, you're uh, not hearing words. Yes. Yeah. Because the, it was it. I feel that it it uh, ha, it was unnecessary to make a reference to the Purge. <laughs> Well, uh, so heavily it was good without uh, like the reference to the purge thing i feel so but well. but would you mean that you just would have liked like what about the plot and everything was that fine but you didn't like that they so heavily were like they basically turned to the camera and was like it's like the purge this is <laughs> yeah, 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 do you I get it it's the purge yeah i don't uh, no i didn't like that but it was good uh, episode also okay well uh, yeah I, yeah, but to be fair, they do that a lot with, like, um, not every episode, but pretty often they're like, oh, it's like that thing. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, they do that, but I, I didn't like, uh, for some reason I didn't like, you're, you're right, they are, like, uh, making fun of each Inception and other things, for yeah, example. Yeah, exactly. But, but for some reason I didn't like The Purge. Okay. Because it, yeah, I don't know why, but... but. I like that episode, but if we're talking about uh, weak points i guess the episode where they do the sequel to the episode from last season where there's television shows they're watching intergalactic television shows and basically the whole episode (laughs) is what happens is one guy goes into an audio booth I assume Justin Roiland, the show creator, <laughs> goes into a booth and he just makes stuff up and then they animate it. And I get why that's fun for them to do because it's always fun to take <laughs> yeah, like yeah. improvised audio and add like visuals to it. That's a fun idea. Yeah. But it, I don't think it pans out really well because mm. it's r- literally just pointless stuff. Yeah. It now, was, it was in- the fun f- you feel you get a little bit of family guy feeling about it yeah but uh, yeah absolutely but some parts were funny because they are very good at improvising but yeah Uh, i feel like if they are like the season three of the show if Mm -hmm. they are relying too much on this kind of oh we are meaningless our existence I don't know how 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 long it's gonna fly. Do yeah, f- yeah. Because um, if they're always addressing like, oh, uh, like, oh, I'm dead. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's another danger when you're trying to be, uh, when you're always being really innovative, <laughs> yeah. like they always are. There's always the danger of getting even more like, oh, still doing this, huh? Still mm. talking about how nothing has a point. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this show doesn't have a point. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. That's hypothetical. I yeah. uh, like it's equally possible. I feel like they uh, that judging by the last episode of this season that they try to have more of an overarching plot because yeah. at the end um, of the season Rick goes to jail yeah. and I, I don't think they're going to do like like suddenly it's fucking The Wire where there's a plot throughout the whole season but it feels like maybe they're moving a bit towards having not just self-sustained adventures but also having like theme tying it together yeah. but also plot tying it together so I think they and can I, and I like it. that I want to know more about Rick <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah, we because I feel the first season it's more Morty heavily based. 
Yeah, and also like it's like each episode is like a fun adventure, insane. Like every in season one, they were still proving like this is what the show is. Yeah, and now yeah. it feels like they can start doing things with it. Yeah, yeah. So it's fun. It's quite interesting to see in which direction they are taking this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, gonna find out in like a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, well, I, I, I get a, I, I give the references a beating earlier, but it's also very funny when they do references to all different shit, even yeah. even like shows that the creators have made that are totally vague <laughs> that you kind of don't know of and they are made like they made some tv shows that were cancelled or something are you talking about community because that's not like totally vague unders that's like one of the most important shows in television history and are you talking about community or, <laughs> or are you talking about the you know animated uh, dog world show that yeah, justin Roiland made yeah i was thinking about the, the, yeah for example this that yeah were you really? Yeah, where they are saying like, I imagine how this idea for a show would be or something. <laughs> right. And and Rick is like, I would imagine it would be perfect or something. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and right. it's so, and I didn't know that before, so it was funny to hear that it was a reference to their other projects. Yeah, Justin Roiland put in this <laughs> like reference a, too, like a hit in the ball for the producers that turned their other shit, shit down, so to speak. Yeah, it's like that sounds great. I'd watch that, Rick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe they can do it board driven, Morty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As, yeah, it is good. And I love that. I love that also it, it, yeah I love that so much that they are like yeah I watched that show it would be awesome <laughs> yeah there's a there's a lot to like about this show as you hear dear listeners do you have any final thoughts I feel like I I, I blew my wad early on the whole cosmic horror existentialism argument that we started yeah. with, so I don't really have much to finish it off with, except to say yeah. that yeah. Rick and Morty is, like, brilliant. Yeah. And I think it's probably always going to be brilliant, and it's going to be a question of, like, are, am I going to watch it and go, this is brilliant, I feel nothing. Yeah. I am an empty vessel. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's the risk you're playing with when you're yeah. this close to genius, as it were. Yeah. It's more, it's, it's never going to be like, well, uh, this got... <laughs> well, this got silly. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Although that is a possibility as well. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah it's a possibility. Uh, it the shows get away with uh, so many things, and the fact that the original story for the show was reference to to Doc and Morty. Like yeah, the, Marty, exactly. Marty, yeah. Marty. I sorry, Marty. <laughs> the, the Back to the Future guys. Yes. And the fact that they have changed the names a little and changed <laughs> the characters a little bit, <laughs> it's still funny because they're like, well, who who are we going to kidding? Everyone knows that they are based on this character. <laughs> yeah, so. we're not, we don't need to hide it. <laughs> yeah. Like, so that's I, why the Purge thing isn't too crazy to me because no, it's like, yeah, 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 the whole show is like, yeah, it's Doc and Marty from Back to yeah, the Future. That was my point also, in yeah. a way, yeah, because that's why they get away with it mostly, yeah, so... Uh, and that's why they can do basically whatever they want, yeah. I think. Uh, so anyway, we look forward to seeing the rest. And uh, thanks for listening. If yeah, you have any opinions about Rick and Morty, I guess you can go uh, write them down in a letter. Yeah. Fold a paper plane and send it out the window and hope that it finds its way to us. Yeah. <laughs> hope you have an enjoyable, enjoyable time, everyone. <laughs> just in general or? Yeah, just in general, of course. All right. Yeah, yeah. I hope. Well, I, I can't say I hope that. <laughs> okay. I just I don't have that you know general sort of 
goodwill towards men that you yeah. do <laughs> and women as well. Oh. I don't have that. I'm I'm more like, oh, I hope you feel okay, but not better than me because then I will resent you. <laughs> okay. I that is that my catchphrase if yours is Yeah, a it's time? a little bit long, but you but can it, put, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it still works. It still flies. We'll work on it. We'll make it an animation. <laughs> It'll be great. Everyone will love it. See you <laughs> yeah. next uh, time. Next time we're talking about a thing. Bye. Yeah. Bye. This is Earth Radio. And now here's human music. Ah! Human music. I like it. you don't know if I'm serious and I never joke about claps. <laughs> Have okay. I ever made a joke like, ha ha ha, it's so funny that we keep doing this over and over. I enjoy it so much. Has that ever been a thing that I've said to you? <laughs> Mr. Clap, uh, Jacob Burroughs, also known as Mr. Clap. Yeah. I'm Mr. Clap. That's my name. That name again is Mr. <laughs> Clap. <laughs> Anders, uh, I'll say it like this. Um, you know, in... Uh, <laughs> did no one tell you there was gonna be days, you know, when you have to do the clap over and over? Like in a way, you'd say one could say that there would. Did no one tell you there were gonna be days like these? <laughs> it's a Friends no? reference. It's a reference to Friends. Ah, I, I, no one seen told that you life was gonna be this way. <laughs> That's what the. Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know what Friends is or what a television is, and <laughs> you're just. I know clapping. that uh, Jennifer Aniston is in the show, and she's so damn good actor. <laughs> yes, indeed, <laughs> amazing <laughs> actor. She is known far and wide for her acting skills. Yes, yes. And also, she also sings that uh, whenever, whenever we gonna be fit together. together. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. She's absolutely no yeah. both so of it's those multi- things. She's multi-talented. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess no one told you that life was.
gonna be also her tits. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Well, <laughs> 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 <laughs>